I already know it's about to be epic, though, for sure. Oh, yeah. That's going to be good. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Me and Justin, we got a treat for you again. So welcome back from wherever you're streaming from. So if you're streaming from my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads, welcome back. If you're watching the uh, playback of this video on my podcast, Upload Past Crossroads, welcome back. If you're watching from Justin's YouTube channel, Chaplain's Logs, it's nice meeting you, man. What's up? I'm Sean Christopher Jenkins. This is Justin Lee Howell, uh, you know, right here now. He's on the bottom of me. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, welcome back. We got a treat for you guys, man. Like, first question I want to ask everybody is, is what is your favorite? Uh... Okay, for some reason. Okay, it froze on me. Oh, I thought that was just me. Nah, it froze on me. Sometimes OneDrive does that when you use Microsoft word and just anything microsoft online instead of like oh, the, yeah. yeah it does do that. it takes a while to load right but anyways let's keep on going so what's your favorite book in the bible like that's a question that uh i get asked a lot and honestly i don't like answering it because there's so many books in the bible mm. and there's so much great gems and stuff but honestly one of my favorite books is definitely the book of proverbs right because the book of proverbs man i want to talk about it real quick so the book of proverbs is let me go to my notes real quick. The book of Proverbs is so powerful. It's filled with wisdom. It's filled with insights for life. So a proverb, what is a proverb, right? A proverb is a general statement that is true. It's regarding the way, it regards the way how life works. And it's regarding the ways in the, it's, it's regarding the ways things happen in the world. And so general observations are made. And, and so from those general observations, we can, we can uh, make lessons out of life from them, right? So this is why I like the book of Proverbs. I was just asking Justin, like, can you imagine if you knew all the book of Proverbs and you had all the book of Proverbs memorized, like just how much better your decisions would be calculated in life, like before you talk, before you open your mouth, before you die, like <laughs> before, before you uh, get older, like just you'll make the wisest decisions on earth. And so that's what we're doing. Like we don't hit you with a proverb before uh, the other the other day. I don't remember when it was. It was yeah. last week though. But uh, here goes one one of the videos. So check out this video. Right? It was uh on it was on Proverbs twenty seven verse seven. And so actually we're in the same chapter, Proverbs twenty seven. So you'll see on my YouTube channel that I have a playlist uh, on Proverbs twenty seven. Let me look for it real quick. I gotta search. Yeah, right here. <laughs> I have a playlist on Proverbs twenty seven. So those. That's, that place is going to have all the sermons, Bible studies, all the lessons that I've done on the book of Proverbs 27. So check that out. And then also I got another place on the book of Proverbs that I've done. Yeah, right here. So all the sermons, Bible studies, and anything you could think of that I've done on the book of Proverbs is right here. So let's go ahead and get to it. So today we're focusing in on Proverbs chapter 27, verse 18. So now I got to find it in my Word document. So now you guys can see the... Method to my madness. Is that the phrase? Like, yeah. <laughs> Y'all can see all my notes and just how organized I like being. Chaos. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Proverbs 27, verse 18, man, guys, this verse is about to bless your life. And actually, before I even talk about the verse, I want to say this. Like, this video is for if you're struggling with work, right? So, we got two videos in store for you today. So this video is if you feel like you have, you don't know, you don't, uh, a lot of times when you work in a job, you lose like a, you lose like a craving and that drive that you first had when you first started the job. So like, it's now it's just another job to you. Like it's, 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 it's a burden to you. It wasn't a, it's not a blessing anymore. You know what I'm saying? So like these two videos we're about to hit you with, these two proverbs, 
Like, oh my gosh, they're going to bless your soul. And it's just going to give you the motivation and give you another reason for why you need to get up and work and work hard and work as best as you can. Right. So, and here goes the, the Proverbs. You're not going to get that from just reading it though. You got to actually like dig deep on it and study it. So Proverbs 27 verse 18, it says the one who guards a fig tree will eat his fruit and whoever protects their master will be honored. Right. And that's from the NIV version. The NLT version reads as workers who tend a fig tree are allowed to eat the fruit. So workers who protect their employer's interests will be rewarded. So just, I'll let you start just cause I talked for four minutes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like this is a, you already touched on the context a little bit. This is for people who are like struggling at work or maybe feeling un unappreciated at work or just have like a, like mean employments. It's like, this is supposed to design to encourage that diligence, that faithfulness, that constancy. That's, that's really hard nowadays, just to put it in perspective, like 50 years ago, like if you kept a job for 27 years or so, like you could get pensions, you'd have like benefits, but nowadays it's like, you don't really get that kind of stuff. And just like all our peers are talking about like switching over to uh, higher paying jobs, like uh, jumping companies, making themselves more valuable. And I'm not here to like talk about the, the wisdom of that because i'm sure like there are good reasons for such but sometimes like you this applies to more than just like a work situation this can apply to like a community this can apply to um working in a tough situation or growing wherever you're planted like god's gonna put you in some difficult situations and like this verse is talking about the reward of like that constancy that diligence so even though like this can be like laborious or despicable or just uh, nerve wracking, those who keep to it will find like they've got something like they get something for their toil. Like you don't let the poor gardener keep away from the fig tree. Like if you stick with something like you get the you get the fruits of your labor for sure. So you can't be discouraged about that there my wife and i actually and uh sean and i did another bible study on the first peter chapter two and my wife actually my wife and i read a little further into that too like some hard-hitting verses that were just difficult to swallow um like starting in verse 18 it's saying slaves in reverent fear of god submit yourselves to your masters not only to those who are good and considerate but also to those who are harsh for it is commendable if someone bears up under the pain of unjust suffering because they are conscious of God. Man, like a couple of years ago, I did a Bible study on Jeremiah and he was talking about how God hates injustice. And like he was getting on to the people for letting, oh gosh, there are too many sins to name, like uh, adultery and thieving and all kinds of sins run rampant. And he was like, he was telling them that they're going to be punished for letting those kind of injustices through. So it's like, why is Peter then talking about submitting to um, masters at work or in life? It's like, why would you, why would you suffer like unjust suffering? And you gotta remember, Peter, it was the front disciple of the front disciple of Jesus's crew. So he, I'm sure he was taking some of the lessons Jesus said of if you're asked to carry equipment for one mile you carry it for two if 
you're struck on one cheek, you turn the other cheek. And there's there's a good balance there. And man, that's that's something I've been trying to study for years because I don't know where that balance is. Mm. Like for one part, you want to make sure that justice injustice doesn't run rampant in the world. On the other side though, sometimes you do have to kill people with kindness. You have to endure um, those those trials, those tribulations. And honestly, there's too many stories in the Old Testament that uh, contribute to that. Like you, Joseph and Joseph in the coat of many colors, like he suffered in jail for two years, but he took the time to um, still tell the meaning of the prisoner's dreams. Like Paul, man, Paul has a lot of stories too. Like he had, he had a chance to escape from jail, but he chose to stay. And he changed the life of one guard. Like there are just uh, so many examples of people who could have easily just given up. Jeremiah, man, Jeremiah didn't even want to be a prophet. He wanted to quit seeing all the terrible things that go, like the burden God laid on him. But like if you, but you can notice that all of them meant a certain degree of prosperity. Um, but we have to remember from the book of, um, Shoot, I think it was Joshua. It was talking about how God delivers success and prosperity to those who obey his word. We have to remember, like, prosperity for God looks different than what our culture has attributed to it. It's not like riches and fame. Like, another study Sean and I already pointed out was, like, it's tough to be a celebrity. Like, you have all that fame, you have all that recognition, but, man, it's like you see stories of how God has let them live in their own sin and what's happened to them in the tabloids all the time. But if we stick to it, like if we, if we're able to um, stick out, like uh, watching over the fig tree, like you will, you will get your uh, just desserts. Like you will get your comeuppance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. So this video about to be so powerful guys. You, I'm just warning you guys, man. You get ready to share share this video with everybody you know. Tell everybody about our YouTube channels and our social media pages. All right. So, um, so today's video we're focusing in on Proverbs chapter 27, verse 18. So I'm gonna read it again before I break it down. So Proverbs 27, verse 18 reads: "The one who guards a fig tree will eat his fruit, and whoever protects their master will be honored." Right. Let me just read the King James version. Whosoever keepeth the fig tree shall eat the fruit thereof. So he that waiteth on his master shall be honored. Man, this verse is so powerful on so many levels, man. It's talking about a lot of things. It's not just talking about one thing. So it's a lot to pull out from it. And that's just what the Bible does. So let's go ahead and get to it. So Proverbs 27, 18 deals with one way of looking at it is looking at it from an employer standpoint and an employee standpoint. And it's just talking about uh, our relationship with one another in the work environment. Right. So employees should be rewarded for their labors. So that's what Proverbs 27, 18 is telling employers. So like you need to reward your employees. Right. As an employer, as a boss, as a manager. Same thing, vice versa. Like an employee should be looking forward to a reward and for honor. So I titled this video, no effort, no promotion. Like if you don't tend to the fig tree, if you don't do your job, you don't get a reward. You don't get no honor. That's what the verse is talking about. So whoever tends to a fig tree, right, will eat his fruit. That's Proverbs 27, 18. So let's use an analogy. Like if a farmer, right, let's use a farmer. If you are a farmer 
you should be the one who's partaking of those crops, right? Why? You should be benefiting from what you're doing with whatever you're farming because it's your farm, right? You're laboring to get something out of your whole farm, right? So that's the part of the reward of being a farmer, of laboring and toiling of farming, right? You're looking for some type of harvest, right? So in this verse and in the case that uh, whoever wrote this proverb is saying, you know, if you are tending a fig tree, so that's what the focus is. You should be benefiting from the work by eating its fruit. So the fruit that comes from a fig tree. So that's powerful too, because let's talk about a fig tree. Uh, I don't know much about a fig tree, but I do know like uh, it's a fig tree, right? So a fig tree, I think it has thorns on it. So mm -hmm. obviously the thorns could choke out the fig because the figs are fruit, I believe. So I need to eat figs, man. Only like I asked for my mom for figs one time, Justin. You know what she gave me? What? Fig Newtons, whatever that's called. Like the little bar. I said I want figs to fruit. And she gave me fig newtons. Why were you asking for figs to fruit? Who asks for figs to fruit? It's good for your body. It kills yeah. diseases and it's good for your insides. You know, you gotta okay. eat. You know, by the way, guys, uh the food that you eat can be medicine for you. It could cure diseases if you eat right, right? So figs is good for you, especially if you're black. So, all right, so <laughs> guarding a fig tree, that's what this verse is talking about. So guarding a fig tree takes labor, it takes time, it takes effort. If a man wants fruit from a fig tree, he must cultivate it, tend it, prune it, and work work on it 24-7. Like, it requires a lot of effort. So a fig mm -hmm. tree normally produces, it doesn't produce fruit like that, I don't think, even though it's a fig tree, because it, it has thorns on it. So like the thorns and just everything else on it can prevent the fruit from growing, right? So it takes a lot of toil, a lot of effort, right? So basically I'm trying to say, you know, we cannot give, we cannot just have a job, give minimal effort, just coast through our work and then expect a reward, expect recognitions or promotions, right? <laughs> so yeah, we got to devote ourselves to, to our work, right? If you don't ever devote yourselves to your work to your craft don't expect a reward because you're not putting any effort in to get that you know uh what was i gonna say so a lot of people feel entitled when it comes to like their jobs and the work that they do i know i do sometimes so like so like just because you show up for work just because you clocked in that doesn't mean you get a reward this is what this text is talking about right so if you if you just clocking in and saying you work this amount of hours, you didn't work those amount of hours. Like this text is for you, man. If you just, if you hate your job, this is this, these two verses me and Justin are going to talk about tonight is for you because you know I feel your pain, man. You know believers must not have an an attitude of entitlement. You know the attitude of entitlement, the, the attitude of time entitlement is not of God, right? We got to be humble. We got to be servants. We got to be willing to get our hands dirty and do the work, right? Be partakers and co-workers with God. So our attitude got to be different and must be different as believers of Jesus Christ. So we must do our part and be excellent in our work and in our field that we're in or we're assigned to, right? And we got to get do, we got to give our best effort and do, uh, basically give all of our heart to the work that we do, right? And we got to work for God we got to act like we're working for God rather than men. So I'm going to bring that point uh, forward a little bit more. So whether you are, you have an earthly boss or you have an earthly manager or you, or you just work for a company like Ernst & Young or Bank of America or something like that, like 
no matter who's your boss, no matter who's in charge of you, no matter where you work, your boss isn't them. Your boss is God. So this is the approach we got to have. Like, we got to protect what God has given us, protect the resources he's bestowed on us, protect the lives that he's given us. Why? Because if you don't work, you don't eat. If you don't work, you don't have money. You got to live to have money. Like, you got to have money to live. Like, you know, it goes hand in hand, right? You don't just work. You work, you get rewards. You you want rewards, you got to work. It goes hand in hand. You can't get away from the work. Right. So like your heavenly father is the master. You must be willing to work diligently as if you're working for him. You ought to strive to be pleasing to him when it comes to your work because you're working for him. You're not working for man. So you should be doing the, your very best in every career, every job that you find yourself in that you've been assigned to. So work with your eyes towards Jesus. Right. Honor him with your work. Bless his holy name with your work. And then he'll bring blessing and honor to you because you brought blessings and honor to God with your work, right? With whatever field that God called you to. And that's something else I want to say too. Like when it comes to our work, it can seem so small, so insignificant. I know sometimes with my work, my job seems like it has nothing to do with the kingdom of God. Actually, it doesn't. Like, you know, so like, um, like my work, like it doesn't, it's not like preaching for me. It's not like my social media pages. Like when well, my social media pages, oh my goodness, you guys can tell. I don't have to, my work, my, my actions speak for itself. You know, my life speaks for itself. I don't got to tell you, but I'm just saying anyways, like on my social media page, you could tell how bad I told and how much time I put into my, to my, just posting an Instagram post or just posting to my, even Tumblr. Who gets on Tumblr? Nobody. Nobody. Like Tumblr's my least following, but I still got followers on Tumblr and I still post for them. Right. And then I spend at least three hours on one post. Actually, I spend way longer than that. Just on one post. Right. So like, and I have like, 600 posts saved right now that I could just literally post right now if I wanted to, but then I'll get banned. But anyways, you guys get what I'm saying? Like a lot of times we put work, we put the most effort towards certain things when we should be putting as much effort, if not more into our work, the thing that we're trying to get money towards. Why? Because to those who are faithful with little, they'll be faithful with much more. And to those mm -hmm. who aren't faithful with little, if I gave them more, they still wouldn't be faithful with it. They'll just lose it and abuse it, right? So that's why God is testing all of us. We are all going through a lesson right now. Like a lesson, we're in God's classroom. And the classroom is, are you going to be diligent with doing something that you don't want to do just because God put you there to do it? Because you need it's a means to end, to get money, to get to that next level, to be able to pay for seminary for me, to be able to live in a house, in a house and get married to my Alexis Evans, right? To have six kids, like it costs money. To start my own animation company, it costs money, right? Like this is why I work. Why do you work? So we're going to be talking about that a lot in this text and through these verses. So you will receive honor and blessing from God when you're faithful with your work. Now, if you're not faithful with your work, don't expect a reward. So we're about to tear this verse up. Like, I'm going to really bring it home, but uh, just I'll let you go. Go ahead, man. <laughs> no, it's like, um, I think a big part about the verses, too. I, I wish I had a better segue into it. But it's not just about our success as well. It's like, uh, it's about other people. Like, who, like, when we are working in a tough spot, like, we have to think who's watching us. Like, who is going to benefit from this? Like, uh, to use the example of Paul again, like, he could have easily escaped jail. But, like, the guards saw that he was, he was going to serve his time, that he didn't escape, that he was trustworthy, and that's what changed his life. Same when we are 
like when we excel in a harsh environment, like people notice how hardworking we are. People notice how disciplined we are. And like that, that's something that needs to be honored. Like the, like when you look at the verse, whoever protects their master will be honored. Like even if the master is unfair or unjust, like if you, like the, if you work diligent, diligently under them, they're going to notice that they will honor it eventually. Like this verse wouldn't say that the master, like that the master will honor them unless uh, like they had a change of heart. And oh, what was I going to say? And like, that's, uh, and I think that's a big part of like moving the kingdom of God as well. Like we're the tools that God has used for us. Like, why does he put us in these situations to begin with? It's like, so we can grow where we're planted. So people can see the love of Jesus, see the work of God through us. That is going to be like a big part. So it's not just for us. It's also our testimony, like how that speaks volumes to other people. Like the, if he does all he can for securing his own person, his reputation, like that won't be for wait, that won't be wasted. Like a lot of times in this world, like it's going to be unfair. Like you could work hard, but you end up with nothing. Like sometimes that just happens. That needs to be like lessons in Disney channels, honestly. It's just like sometimes you just don't get anything. Yeah. Um, I think the movie Soul kind of went over that, if I remember properly. I never watched the whole thing. Yeah. But like, even if you don't get anything, I think you were put there for a reason. Like everything, nothing is really wasted if like you learn something from it or if someone else learns from you. And I think that's that in itself needs to be honored because you're not only following what God has commanded you, you potentially brought someone else into the fold as well. Yeah. Yeah. So like we talked about that first part. Uh, I like how everybody's messaging, man. They saying some good stuff. Yeah. One person said Chance Holt from Facebook. What's up, Chance? Um, I, I think I went to FCA with him. I got to look to see who that is. Oh. All right. So uh, he said, I work to have a life worth living and a life is worth living because Jesus lives. Amen. Then he said, mm -hmm. God will provide. You may not think a situation is fair, but through faith, we can thrive. I think that's all I said. Can you see anything else? Because like it's blocking me from seeing everything. But that's all, all I right. see. All right, cool. So yeah. like, what do you say? No, I just said good stuff. I like right. it. So like, uh, we talked about Proverbs 27, 18. That's what this video is all about, guys. So I know, guys, like, watch this video all the way through. It's going to be long. So, <laughs> but Proverbs 27, 18 reads, the one who guards the fig tree will eat his fruit, and whoever protects their master will be honored, right? So we talked about that first part. Whoever tends to a fig tree will eat his fruit. So it's talking about a business owner, right? Because they benefit directly. So a farmer is over the whole farmer, more than likely. It's his harvest, it's his soil, it's his ground. So whatever he plants and cultivates, it's his. It's his land, more than likely, right? So, yeah, so he's the business owner, right? So we go to that second part, and he who guards his master will be honored, right? So that's talking about an employee, someone who's under the authority of another person, so guards his master. What's that part talking about? It's talking about he is doing his job very well. You know, he's doing what's needed of him in a position that he was placed, thereby he will be honored by the master. Mm. <laughs> we about to preach, man. <laughs> so, 
So let me go back to employees real quick. So like, cause yeah, that's that, that part's talking about employees, right? So if you are faithfully serve, if you faithfully serve your employers, if you, if you faithfully serve your company, this is what the Bible's telling us. This ain't me. This ain't Justin. This is like what God's telling us. This is wisdom from God. This is how life works. This is, the, it's rigged. The answers, you, are, you have answers to the test already. This is Proverbs 27, 18. You guys ready for it? So if you work hard at your job, what's going to happen? Nothing's going to pan out for you? No, this is not, this is not this verse. This verse literally promises if you are faithful and you serve your employers, your company, you should expect to be compensated. You should expect that you're, you're, you will be rewarded for your efforts, right? So as employees, we want to be wise and we are always to be doing our best, you know, in our jobs, in our fields. So your work, your effort is a reflection of your love for Jesus, just like Chance said just a minute ago, right? So our work ethic, right? How hard you work at your job, the, the passion and the drive that you got at your job, right? Mm. Reflects your testimony and shows who you are in Jesus Christ. Ooh, <laughs> did you guys get that? Our work ethic reflects our testimony and shows who we are in Jesus Christ, right? So does your work, it's the work that you do is a glorifying to God, doesn't honor God, doesn't reflect poorly or greatly your love for Jesus. Wow. This is this shows if you're going to be promoted or not. Because I've been thinking about it. I was like, man, why haven't I been promoted after three years? This is why. <laughs> like, Sean, do you toll like you do your social media pages? Like, if I told like I did for my ministries, mm. you know, for work, oh my goodness. But, you know, I can't do both. Like, But still, that's what's required of me. I'm getting paid to do a job, right? You don't just have have do stuff. You can't afford to do that as a child of God. Not in this world. You want to reach people for Christ. You got to give everything you got. You got to be able to do everything. You got to have a balance. That's what Jesus did. He was a freaking carpenter. Think about it. You talking about, you complain about your job. Jesus was a carpenter for 30 years. How do you think he felt? He's freaking God. <laughs> so again, Jesus can comfort us with our, what we're going through. You know, Jesus can't, he's our, what's it called? Our great advocate, our great high priest, are, he can sympathize and empathize with what we're going through because he went through the same thing, if not worse, right? Mm -hmm. Actually, it was always worse. He went through way more than us, yeah. right? So uh, I asked y'all that question, you know, does your work, is the does the work that you do, yeah, does the work that you do for work, you guys know what I'm saying, glorify, honor, and reflect poorly or greatly your love for Jesus Christ. So the life application here is, you know, when it comes to your work, yeah, when it, when it comes to the work we do, we should want to do our best each and every single day. We should bring it each and every day. I'm going to add that. <laughs> we should work with excellence and working and we should work uh, like we're trying to honor and please God instead of our company and our employers. Because I don't know about you. I don't really care for my company or my employers because they don't care about me. I'm, if I left right now, if I died, especially if I died, they will replace me like that and act like I never was there. So, but like with God, man, whoever protects their master will be honored, man. It doesn't matter who your master is. That's the Bible. Yeah, Justin just talked about that. Like it talked about, Peter talked about it and Paul talked about it. Like, you know, when it comes to slavery, like, you know, love your master. If your master is awful toward you, still respect them, right? Still do the job, still do the work. Glorify God instead of that master, right? So this is what this text is talking about, man. Like, Whoever protects their master will be honored. You may not like your job. You may not like your career. You may not see the point of it. You may you may know what, you know, like I just said, like you're expendable to them, right? But it could be worse. And you're not, you're not working for them. You're working for God. So glorify God. That's the text, man. Like, <laughs> Justin, I'll let you go, man. I know you got stuff, man. Yeah, just like, 
Oh, shoot. I was listening to what you're saying. I forgot what I was going to say next, too. But, yeah, the, um, oh, um, I think, like, uh, oh, shoot, what was I going to say? I lost what I was going to say, actually. Hey, my bad. No, you're good. Like, uh, sometimes I'll listen to you just to see if I can bounce off of you. So I forgot what I was going to say next. <laughs> and, oh, and, like, uh, like, um, I think like that allows you to uh, also, I, I keep saying like grow where you're planted, grow where you're planted. That's a big part. And I think like we have to appreciate every chapter that God puts into our life as well. Like we can't be thinking, man, I can't wait till this job is done or I'm on to the next chapter. Like it is good to like figure out what purpose God has for you, what plans he has for you. But we all, he also implores that we live for the moment. Like in Matthew we're told not to worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will be taken care of. We worry about the work that we have to do do today first. Like God will take care of everything else after that. But if we want, really want to like grow, if we want to be more Christ-like as life goes on, we have to be able to embrace wherever we are, and especially in like the tough work. Because like if we're in an easy job, like. We won't even think about growing. Like you won't grow if you're not challenged like at all. But if you're in a tough situation, that's those are the moments that God really uses. I think uh my wife and I were talking about if like God tests you. Um I thought I was under the impression that God won't explicitly test you, uh, but he won't stop the troubles or tribulations of this world from finding their way to you. And uh, which I, I'm not sure if like I'm completely correct on that one. Maybe he does test you. I'd have to look at some Bible verses. But he definitely, he Psalms, I think chapter 30 was 30 or 31. It talks about that God te God allows tests for those that he loves. And for the wicked, they don't get the tests. Which is kind of weird because then you think about uh, God lets bad things happen to you because he loves you, which sounds so off the wall. But if you think about it, yeah, that's how you grow. That's how you uh, become a stronger person. God lets tests happen to those that he loves because he wants to see you stronger. In Acts, it says those who turn their face away from him, he lets them live in their sin. That's our punishment. He doesn't take away their so-called success. He lets them reap the rewards that only sin does. So I think a big part of this as well is that we just have to appreciate the work that we have as well. Like, we may not see the fruits of our labor right away. We may not see people turned uh, to God right away. That's definitely a planting the seed moment. But we do appreciate that this is something that God can use for good. Like even bad decisions, bad environments, um, bad outcomes can be used for the good of God. Yeah, guys. So if you're just now tuning in, let me read that verse again. So we're doing a video on Proverbs 27, verse 18 today. So I'm not going to share the verse. You guys can get your Bibles out for that. All right. So the verse was the one who guards a fig tree will eat his fruit and whoever protects their master will be honored, right? And so I said that, I said that, you know, if you work, rewards come in with it. 
right? I said something like that. I don't remember what I said, but yeah, you guys know. All right, so I want to make another point with that. So rewards are intended to be baked into the work that we do. So you don't work and you don't get, you don't work and then rewards don't happen. You don't get rewards without working, mm-hmm. right? They both go hand in hand. So rewards are baked into the work that we do. So baked in means that it uh, it means something that is included in something else and inseparable, inseparable from it. So it just comes with the territory, right? So it is assumed here in this verse, Proverbs 27, 18, that uh, the guard must be doing a good job if he's tending the fig tree in the master's honor, right? And so the fig tree wouldn't bear fruit if the guard didn't guard it. That's the first point. The second point was in this verse, like, it is assumed that the one guarding his master's, you know, tree or his harvest or whatever, right? Whatever the master tells that guard to guard, like, uh, the person who's guarding what his master told him to guard is doing a good job guarding his master because the master honors him, right? So his master is not going to honor him if he wasn't doing a good job, right? So that's the text. Work and rewards go hand in hand. So yeah, that's what I was trying to say. I was looking for this point. Work and reward go. Work and rewards go together as long as the work is done well, right? Work and rewards go together as long as the work is done well. So you got to do the you got to do the work. You can't get away from the work. That's one point God's been saying to me for the, since I've been at Ernst and Young, right? That's my biggest revelation and proverb I learned is, you know, you can't get away from the work. The work's always going to be there and you just got to do it, right? Just like with taxes. You got to do your taxes. You can't get away from doing taxes. And the more money you make, the worse situation you are in taxes. Like it's, it doesn't get easy for you. You can't yeah. just give a W-2. No, you got 1099. You got all these different ones like you got to know which one to do otherwise eventually the irs is going to find your butt send mm. you to court you got to own money to them from past years of mis- all the mistakes you done made or so um serve jail time so like you know work and rewards go go hand in hand right also burdens and problems but anyways let's keep on going so there's a reward that comes from the work that we do so rewards could be you know just a paycheck you know that's just part of a reward that's nice right but what else comes this is what we should all be striving for, right? Do you just want a paycheck as your reward? Like if it's a hundred thousand dollars every paycheck, that's nice. But what else do you want? You know, satisfaction from the work that we from a job well done. That's that's nice. That's a great reward, right? Or benefiting benefit the the benefits that come from work, the work that we do. You know, it should be uh it should be going to other people, like Justin said, and not just to ourselves. Like there's a lot of rewards to come from our job. So. Uh, yeah, so God promises to reward those who work diligently, who work faithfully, who work persistently, and who faithfully serve him and their employers. That's who God's going to reward. Like, those are promises from the Bible. That's what Proverbs 27, 18 is talking about. So guarding the fig tree. I talked about how that takes that takes effort, man. You can't do minimal effort guarding a fig tree. Otherwise, the fruit's not going to grow. You're not going to have a, you're not going to have anything to eat, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh yeah, that's 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 pretty much it I got for that. There's some another direction I want to go in, but Justin, you got anything else just in that direction? Or you I, don't have anything anything else? I don't think I have anything else for that. Okay, so something you I wanted to go ahead. All right, cool. Something I wanted to share too was me and Justin, we did this amazing video. You guys gotta check it out, right? Let me see if I can find it on my all right, yeah, right here. This video was crazy. Mm. Justin, oh yeah. Justin, uh, <laughs> 
he mentioned a verse on one of our videos and he talked about and described how we need to hide God's word in our heart. And I was like, what are you talking about, Justin? Like, dang, man. In my head, I said that. I was like, man, he tore it up. Like I would say, we, we need to do a study on it. So we did a study on that. So check out that video right here. You know, hide God's word in your heart. Psalms uh, 119, uh, verse 11, on upload past crossroads or on just a future channel. But uh, yeah, so I want to, so uh, yeah, so hiding God's word in your heart, protecting it, guarding it. That's literally the text that we're talking about right now, right? So that reminds me of the parable of the sower, right? So Satan's, he's coming to steal, kill, and destroy everything good, everything pleasing, everything that honors and glorifies God. That's what Satan wants to do. So that fig tree that you have in your life. So everybody's life is a harvest, right? And God is the, he's the great, he's the great owner of the whole harvest, right? Of your life. And he's giving everybody like a tree, right? That you need to tend to, cultivate, and uh, toil to. You guys know what I'm saying? You got to take care of this tree so you can uh, benefit from its fruits and stuff like that. But Satan's job is to get you distracted, to get you off of tending to your trees or, or, or your tree, whatever you got. Because, you know, it's just like the parable of the talents, right? One person had one talent, one person was given two talents, and then another person was given five. So just depending on where you're at in life, right? So what are you doing with what God has given you? Satan wants to destroy everything good. He wants to destroy uh, the work, the word, the motivation, the hope, the blessing, the victory, anything good that comes from the Lord or anything that just God has given you and bestowed upon you or what he's doing. That's Satan's job. So those resources, those talents, that purpose, that gift, the work, the job that you have, the relationship you have, everything takes work. The children you have, the friends you got, like mm. all of it takes work, guys. So you have, to, you have to protect the resources that God has given you. You got to guard, protect, safeguard, take care of, shield, hide, treasure, right? The word that God has given you, the blessings that God has given you. And if you don't, you're not going to be honored, right? That's the text, man. Like today's video was on Proverbs 27, verse 18. I'm going to read it one more time. The one who guards a fig tree will eat his fruit and whoever protects their master will be honored. So are you protecting your master? Who's your master? Jesus Christ, the Lord God Almighty. Man, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi, Elohim. I keep on going. I am the great I am. Come on. That's your master. That's who you're working for. That's the one you told for. You don't do it for nobody else. You do it for the real MVP, Jesus Christ. So, like, this is the text, man. You got to guard and protect everything that the master has given you. You don't hide your talent. You don't hide your resources. You don't hide your blessing. You share it. But you got to protect it because yeah. everybody's trying to take you out. Sometimes it's not even Satan. Sometimes Satan will send somebody else because he has workers too. He will send somebody else to try to steal, kill, and destroy the good things this guy's doing in your life. Since I came into the ministry, I found my Sam Ballard and Tobiah, my enemies in the faith. And I, it surprised me it was preachers. It's just one right now that I've seen. But like still, like she's ruthless. But still, I got to guard and protect and safeguard the blessing, the gift that God has given me. He called me to preach. I'm going to preach. Ain't nobody going to stop me. And when I preach and open my mouth, you're going to stop because waves are going to move, just like my testimony with God, like I told you guys. So, guys, the lies that we hear in this world, man, the don't let the lies come out. Don't let the lies be told to you. Don't let the naysayers and the haters speak life and speak death and curses to you. Don't allow that to happen. You got to safeguard the message that God has given you. You got to protect. Mm -hmm. The revelations that you've been see, receiving from God, you got to make sure you guard it and re really cultivate it, intend to it so it can grow. 
right? That's another thing too. You got to make sure you understand the messages that you're hearing. So today's message, you got to make sure you really understand this message. Listen to it again. Study it for yourself. Listen to more verses on Proverbs 27, 18. We got a lot of stuff on Proverbs 27 coming up, coming out for you guys. And just the book of Proverbs. So subscribe to my YouTube channel, Oakwood Pastor Crossroads. Subscribe to Justin's YouTube channel, uh, Chaplain's Log. And guys, like, Okay, let me keep on going. <laughs> so we got to let the word of God fight against the lies of this world, right? And if you do that, the master will honor you and the master will be honored. It does not honor God to let other people, it does not honor God if we allow other people to tell lies about them. It does not honor God if we, if we hide our spiritual gifts and hoard it for ourselves and mm. think that Christianity is just about us and just, you know, me getting with God instead of, toiling and fighting for the whole body of Christ. How many lies is the world telling us right now? Everybody believing in zodiac signs, uh, mythologies, superheroes even. I mean, I, lo I love superheroes. I even like uh, mythologies. I'm not even going to lie. Like Hercules and stuff like that. Like, it's great stories, right? I'm not going to lie. So, like, but still, we're going to listen to those kind of lies more than we listen to the word of God. We're going to allow, we're, gonna, we're not going to safeguard what we put in our minds and we allow to come into our bodies. You guys know what I'm trying to say. Like, we're not going to yeah. protect what comes inside and outside of us? Come on, we got to do better, guys. We got to safeguard those revelations, those inspirations, those motivations that we receive from the Lord. Like, that's the text, guys. So, um, yeah, Justin, I'll let you go, man. Then I'll say some other stuff <laughs> if you have something else. Man, yeah, what you've just been saying, too, like culti like uh, cultivating your talents as well. Um, I didn't don't have the verse up. But, yeah, the First Corinthians was also talking about that as well as, like, everyone has their own gift and like it's um sometimes like if you don't use it you lose it it's so easy um to get get stuck in a rut and not be aware of like what you can do like i'm i gosh this i feel like this is that's a rabbit hole i'm trying to stay focused right now but like today's culture for sure they really want to like everyone wants to be like a snowflake everyone wants to be unique and nothing wrong with that but i'm not gonna lie there's a lot of people who have the who are just like you who have your gifts and that's not a bad thing like you need to be proud of the gifts that you have you don't need to reinvent the wheel like god has probably placed you in a tough situation um that's just for you and like instead of abhorring it or wishing that you had someone else's story you need to be proud of like what you've been given. You need to be proud of like the gifts and the situation that you you're in right now. Like you can't, it's fantasizing about being a superhero or uh, being a mythological figure. It's like its own form of idol uh, idolatry, in my opinion, because idolatry is putting anything above God. Like it doesn't have to be a material thing. So fantasies, wishing for a different situation or creating a lot of what if situations is it's is like thinking that you know a better life than what God has given you but there's a reason like you're in a situation right now and like sometimes you're in a situation that is just because the world is cruel terrible place but like God can use that which is the crazy thing so I think we really need to uh, do what Sean was saying and like let those gifts cultivate. Don't wish you had something else. Don't wish you had a different position or different gifts. Like own up to it. And I think that's people see that for sure. If you if you're like um, unsure of a situation or acting sheepish, 
Like people will see that. But if you own something, like people notice that too. Yeah, man. That's a good way to end the video. Let's go ahead and end it. Like I was gonna <laughs> say something else, but not forget that. Let's let's end it like that. So guys, today's video was on Proverbs 27, 18. And I got I got one last thing to say to you guys, but I want to bless mm. you guys real quick, man. Like let's be, let's keep yeah. it let's keep it one hundred. Like, do you love your job? Do you do everything for your work that you do? Like, and not just your work, your marriage. Do you give everything you got into your marriage? Do you give everything you got to your kids? Do you give everything you got to your siblings? To your parents? How long are your parents gonna be alive? How long are you gonna be alive? Right. So the text here, Proverbs twenty seven eighteen, was whosoever keep the fig tree. Whoever keepeth the fig tree shall eat his fruit thereof. There's fruit to be eaten and cultivated in your household right now, in your family right now. Your family is your first ministry, right? So are you cultivating, tending to your marriage, your house, your bank account, your work? Not just your work. That is your work, right? Your work is your life. It's bigger mm -hmm. than just your nine to five. So what are you doing with your life? With the skills and the talents and the abilities that guys give you. Chance just said, uh, Chance Holt right here on Facebook. He said that, you know, my work is art and my hands are my blessing. Amen. So like, mm -hmm. man, what? don't limit your uh, don't limit your life to just working. That's what a lot of people do. Their life's all encompassed to like their work, like their nine to five. And that's all they do. But like, man, are you utilizing your spiritual gifts for the church, for the body of Christ? Are that's the problem. We're not util all utilizing our gifts and abilities and sharing it and bestowing it to the world to show them the love of Jesus, to show them how powerful and how great our God is. We're hoarding it so everybody's not seeing it, right? Stop hoarding it. You're important in the body of Christ, man. You're necessary. Whoever keeps the fig tree will eat his fruit. There's fruit to be eaten in your life. You want God's blessing in your marriage? You better tend to it. You want God's blessing in your work? You better cultivate it. You, you better better job. You want a promotion? You want rewards? You better work your butt off for it. Right? That's the text. He so he who waits on his master will be honored. You wait until you get that blessing. You wait until God honors you. You wait until that reward comes. That's Galatians six nine. Right? Let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time. We'll reap the harvest. There's a harvest in store for all of us. And all we got to do is keep on trusting and obeying for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus than to trust and obey. You obey despite how you feel. You obey despite what you see. You, you obey despite if you understand. You serve the Lord and you still do the work even though you don't see the point in doing it because that's the Christian life. You think Jesus always felt like serving and and let the disciples go where he wants him to where, where he had to go next. No, like the disciples, you know, how many times they failed him. That's just the disciples. We ain't talked about the Pharisees, we ain't talked about the Sadducees, we ain't talked about the high priest, we ain't talked about the uh the Nazareth. We we ain't talking about nobody else. We're talking about the disciples. Mm -hmm. And he went through a lot, but did the people stop him from doing the work just because the work was hard? You know, I didn't well, he, did he ask for the cup to be passed? Yeah, but he still did the work. Yeah. He still went to the cross for us. So that cross, the, your work is a cross. Your marriage is a cross. You chose to bear that cross. God gave you that cross. It's your life. Nobody else got that cross to love. My Alexis Evan, for me, that's my cross to bear. My six kids, I'm calling it into existence. That's my cross to bear, right? My ministry, that's my cross to bear. What is yours, yeah. right? What? That's your life. Tend to the fig tree. Do the best you can with that fig tree so that you can eat the fruit. It takes work.
You can't get away from the work. A lot of people think they could pray their way out of doing the work. No, you mm-hmm. can't. Prayer doesn't replace laziness. That's the test. <laughs> so, yeah, Chance says he's beyond blessed, and I'll send you my test. Amen, brother. I can't wait for it. And, uh, yeah, man, I got to make sure I'm careful who I let people, who I let my live and stuff. But, man, if you if you are, uh, if we sharpen one another, and we mm-hmm. on that same level, we got to bring you on yeah. the channel, man. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to bring more people onto the channel. So, okay. all right, guys. Yeah, Justin, you good? You got anything else? No, man, I think I got it. All right, yeah, let me share my social media platforms. I tried sharing it earlier, but you know, guys, sometimes technology sucks, and, and it just did it again. But it's all right. I have faith it's going to work out. But anyways, guys, you make sure to go to my uh, YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, go to my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads. Subscribe to it. Uh, like all my videos. Comment on all my videos. Make sure to turn on the post notifications or click that bell after you subscribe to know so you can know when I upload another video. And guys, like I'm about to share you all my playlists, man. Check out those playlists. Watch all my videos. Share this video. Share all my videos, man, for real. Because I want to show you guys, but basically, guys, I'm really close to getting monetized on YouTube. And oh. if I can get monetized and make enough money, then me and Justin can do this for a living. Like, just focus on this, <laughs> and then we can do we can do three videos a day. Oh, I'm put Justin to work. Well, I'm not gonna make oh. three videos to work. <laughs> three videos. Money. <laughs> right? You said if you get enough money. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, but this is my social media platforms, man. Uh, if you got any questions, just DM me on my Facebook, and I'll see it. Uh, that's what I prefer. You DM me on Instagram, that's cool, too. So trouble don't last, or my underscore, daily underscore, Bob. If you can ask any questions you want, me and Justin or Terry will do a video on the question that you asked. Um, yeah, so this is my YouTube channel again right here. Uh, and I was talking about this video. So like I said, me and Justin, we've been doing videos on the book of Proverbs. So watch this video as well if you want to receive another blessing as well. That video was crazy right here. I hope you guys can see it. If you're hungry, yeah, if you are hungry, you are in a good place. That's Proverbs 27, 7, so check out that video. If you want to see all the sermons and Bible studies and lessons and future animations, when I start doing animations, it'll be on this playlist on the book of Proverbs. All right, so, and then I got another playlist on uh, your work, your career, 9 to 5. So check out that playlist on my YouTube channel. If you want to get some inspiration when it comes to the work and the job that you do that you hate, and you need some motivation from the Lord because I need it too, guys. I need it mm. too. Like, because I just want to preach. How many people just want to do the work of the Lord, but you can't because you got to get money? So, yeah. And then I got another place on Proverbs 27. So, check that out. I'm going to be adding way more sermons and Bible studies. So, today's video will obviously be on that. And then I'll just go ahead and talk about Justin's uh, channel. This is his YouTube channel, Chaplain's Log. So, make sure to subscribe to that. Turn on the post notifications so you know when he uploads another video. And then this is his Facebook page. You can DM him. If you have any questions, and we'll do a video on the questions that you asked. So I pray everybody was blessed by this video. Me and Justin, Lord willing, we got way more videos in store for you guys. And if we get monetized, we get to hit you guys way more. So make sure to subscribe, comment, like, share like crazy. Watch everything. Share everything. Especially on all my social media platforms. For real, but mainly YouTube. For real. All right. But anyways, you guys have a great one. We'll talk to you guys later. Peace. Peace.